hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want. all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading, wherever you are. Wherever you're listening, right across Australia. Uh, 1-800-157-157 is the number to call if you want to get in touch. Say day, or you can go to the website, yourtechlife.com. Uh, very easy to do. Um, and these days, uh, redirects you to eftm.com.au. I've combined everything into one place, uh, mainly because it's going to be easier for me. Uh, EFTM is um, a much bigger website than just technology, but you'll find all the technology you need right there, including this podcast as uh, well as also Two Blokes Talking Tech. Um, thank you for listening wherever you are. As I say, this is all about you. Get in touch if you've got a question about technology, a problem with technology. It doesn't matter what it is. All you got to do is go to the website, yourtechlife.com, uh, or you can call 1-800-157-157. You will get a voicemail. You can leave a message. I will call you back. It's very easy. Um, lots to talk about on this show. Um, Apple and new rumors, very strong, solid rumors about when we're going to get a new announcement. Um, that's good, and we'll cover that. Um, Kogan, Aldi, low-cost mobile phones. Is it all over? Is the days of the low-cost mobile phone dead and buried? I think it might be. And there's some serious legal stuff going on. I'll tell you about that a little later. Uh, it's all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technologies. Gotta love your Garmin in your car, don't you? Golf, cycling, doesn't matter what it is. Lots of stuff at garmin.com.au. Proud sponsors of Your Tech Life. Let's get the show underway. As I say, get in touch. Say good day. Yourtechlife.com. And you're listening to Your Tech Life, yourtechlife.com, the place to go. You can call me on 1-800-157-157. Technology questions, technology problems, doesn't matter what it is, uh, yourtechlife.com. Let's go back to the phones. G'day, Ethan. Hi, Trevor. How are you doing? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Mate, I had a couple of questions, first of all, about Kogan. Sure. Now, I was listening to your podcast last week, and they were talking about um, the prices going up and all that yep. kind of thing. I'm not really worried about that. I'm okay. interested in switching to Kogan. And I was just wondering what the overall consensus was on the provider. Well, here's where it gets interesting, and uh, I've got a lot to say about that this week. Um, I, I Honestly, today, I can't recommend you do it. Okay. I can't, because Kogan's fantastic. In my opinion, and I've had fe- I've had great feedback. I've had a few pieces of negative feedback, but you know, you get that about everyone, to be honest. But in, in the main, I've had great feedback, and, and close friends that I've referred have had no issues whatsoever, apart from some really stupid um, communication, like they send you a, a notice to renew, even though you've already just renewed, just, you know, bad um, back office stuff, but in the end, nothing wrong with the service. Now, yep, the price went up, whatever, but the, there's a company in between Kogan and Telstra, and that company is called ISP1, and they're the, they're the only company in Australia that Telstra have licensed to, to resell their network, essentially, and... The problem is um, Telstra tried to shut them down this week and, and ISP1 went to the um, federal court and got an injunction uh, and prevented that from happening. But in the end, it means that Telstra's cranky, Telstra's owed money. Um, I have grave concerns over the future of ISP1 and therefore Kogan and Aldi Mobile. Um, so re- really, 
it's just kind of it's kind of not wise right now to to move to Kogan. I think if you're with Kogan now, you probably will have to change at some point in the future. But they're probably going to get looked after broadly if there's a switch off. You probably you know you'll see out your service or you'll be migrated to someone else or, or something. It's not like they're just going to switch it off. So it just depends how much of a risk you want to take. If you if you're willing to switch over, pay for like three months or six months, you could get three or six months of that great price without any hesitation and then maybe in that period of time it'll all get sorted out and either it'll all be hunky-dory or um, you'll have to move to another provider in six months just a matter of whether you want to go through that trauma um, to be honest that's interesting Um, Mm. again referring to your podcast last week talking about you know being on caps and not utilizing the full extent of your cap you know, I thought it would be interesting to maybe switch to Kogan and see, but um, having heard that, I don't think it's indeed wild well, at the moment. Exactly, that's my concern. Now there is, there's a couple other options though, right? Now Boost, to be honest, is is really the the winner out of this. And let's be clear, Telstra owns Boost. Telstra is really Boost is really just a, a another brand um, for Telstra that's operated by a marketing company that they license. So. Telstra are not going to shut down Boost. And Boost have a $40 plan, which is something like 3 gig of data with all the unlimited calls and stuff. So it may be, frankly, the best option right now. Mm-hmm. So what sort of phone have you got? Sorry? What sort okay. of phone have you got? I've got an iPhone 4. Yeah, so that, that'll work just fine with Boost. They don't have a nano SIM at the moment, but you can cut your own nano SIM. It's not rocket science. Um, I've done it at least 10 times, um, and it's no big deal. <laughs> The other option, the other option is a Maysim, um, who's with the Optus network. And I mean, they have an option. And this is the thing, you're right about the cap thing. If you're thinking about it properly, you might be able to save money by not actually signing up to one of those unlimited deals and just paying for what you use. Do you have any idea how many calls you make every month? Oh, not off the top of my head, no. <laughs> would it be a lot? Would it be like three or four calls a day or would it be one a day or less? Oh, it would be quite a lot. I'd probably oh, okay. make, you know, five or six calls a day. So yeah. I, I do use it. Like I'm, I'm on the Telstra $49 iPhone plan at the moment. So, mm-hmm. um, again, I'm sure of how much that gives me, but I'm pretty sure I come close to the cap each month. But, and uh, and yeah. are, you, are you, how much data do you, do you get with that plan? To one gigabyte data with that plan. Do you come close um, to that? I don't come anywhere close to that, no. I'll probably come maybe 500 meg. And you're, you're spending $49 a month with Telstra? Yeah, it's a yeah. pretty good plan. Is that a new plan or or, or one that you um, that they don't have anymore? That was the iPhone plan that was around when the iPhone four. So I've only got the four, not the four S. That was uh, the plan that they had around um, when I got my phone back in twenty eleven. And so, so they yeah. they probably don't have that plan anymore. So someone walking into a Telstra store probably can't get that plan. No, 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 oh. and. Um, with the iPhone 5 plans now, you know, they're upward of sort of, you know, $60, $70 a month. And to be frank, that's quite a lot of money. And I know that includes handset repayments as well, but that's yeah. an awful lot of money. Well, here's what you do, mate. Here's what you do. You stick with the $49 plan and and you, you get a new SIM card and you just buy a, a new iPhone outright. Yeah, that's probably the best. Sell your current one on eBay. An iPhone 4 will still get a couple of hundred bucks on eBay. And that's a down payment on your on your iPhone 5S when it comes out. And you're basically, I was talking to someone the other week about it, you know, you pay yourself, in yourself you're paying $20 a month, but you're paying it up front. And then in a year, if you want the new iPhone again, just put it on eBay again. You could kind of have this constant cycle where you look after yourself for the handset because, mate, you're on a very good deal. It's 49 bucks with Telstra Direct. Um, because the other thing that allows you to do is if you happen to bundle and do all that other stuff, you might you might get benefits from staying with Telstra. So 
My advice to you is stick with that plan. I mean, for ten bucks extra, because you know Boost is is nine dollars less and maybe offers you more data, but you don't need it right now. So until you need more data, mate, I'd be sticking with that plan if I was you. Yeah. Okay. It's very good. But uh, good luck getting a new phone. You have to pay for it outright. That's the only thing. That's it. Oh, just on that, have you heard any rumours about the 5S release date? Would that be in conjunction with iOS 7 at all? Or? So what, what um, we heard this week was that um, Apple's rumoured event will be on September 10, which will be September 11th in the early morning here in Australia. Um, I, my, my, my belief is they'll, they'll announce the iPhone 5S, that it'll be very similar to the 5, but it'll have you know better camera, better processor, um, you know a few other um, bells and whistles, possibly a fingerprint scanner, and uh, and I think it'll be available on the twentieth of September. Cool. And you're up for five hundred bucks, no, nine hundred dollars. Yeah. But there's also likely to be. My money is there'll there'll also be a cheaper iPhone as well, an iPhone five C, yeah. which will be kind of similar size, but it'll be very plastic construction, cheaper construction, but still a solid iPhone, which may be much cheaper. So, you know, if you've been happy with the 4 up till now, you'll be blown away by anything new. So the the 5C could be good enough for you, mate. So you're going to have a happy time. What I'd be doing right now is putting those pennies aside, waiting for a late September purchase and buy it outright and stick with that, that plan you're on now and see how, you, how long you can stick with it. Excellent. Thank you very much. All right, Ethan, good luck. And, uh, mate, I'd love to hear from you in a couple of months. Let me know what you do, all right? Thanks, Trevor. Thank you for listening. Uh, wherever you are right across Australia, 1-800-157-157, uh, or you can go to the website, yourtechlife.com. Get in touch, send me an email. Whether you've got a question, a problem, doesn't matter. Anything about technology, yourtechlife.com. Let's go back to the phones. In fact, Skype. G'day, Anthony. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, Trevor. Mate, uh, what can I do for you? Um, I just saw on Twitter that you had a review about the Samsung Chromebook. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got one uh, probably a month or so ago. Yep, the the Samsung Chromebook, the same one that I had and played with. Yes, that's the one. What it, what it set you back, mate? Um, well, that's the thing. I went to uh, end a financial year sale, and um, there was some actually some reps from Google selling them. Really? At a big Harvey Norman thing in a stadium. Yeah. And um, I got it for just under three hundred dollars. It was two hundred and ninety or something like that. It's a stupidly low price for a, a computer, isn't it? Yeah, that's what. Now, the question is, it. I mean, look, I um, I wrote a pretty detailed review at EFTM.com.au, uh, and um, I love it. I thought it was great. I thought it was a bit plasticky, um, but it's $300, so, you know, not Absolutely. bad. Um, and I thought it was only really good for people who literally could live in the cloud. And I, mm. I do live in the cloud. I um, I live in Google, and I could I could manage there pretty easily. I even found apps that did photo editing and audio and stuff, so it was pretty cool. What, how have you found, and where do you live your life in terms of email and, and documents and stuff? Yeah, similar. There was a, a few things I had to change, like, for instance, it doesn't have Skype. You have to use Google's version, uh-huh. um, that sort of stuff. Yes. But um, my laptop blew up, and I was waiting for it to get repaired, and I couldn't wait any longer, and it w- it's perfect for the couch. Actually, even when I get my proper computer back, I'm always going to use it when I'm on the on the lounge because it's just so light and it is, isn't it? And and great, it boots up battery. really quick. Uh, it gets on your Wi-Fi nice and easily. The only thing, other thing I thought was that basically, if you had one of those dongles, it's pretty useless to you because you can't install the three G or four G dongle because there's no software. And to explain to people that don't know and, and and haven't read the review, it's it's basically it's a web browser and that's all it is. You turn it on and it's it's a web browser, Google Chrome, 
and and it has the ability to connect to Wi-Fi and control volume and things, but it's just a web browser, and you can actually you can actually trial a Chromebook by installing Google Chrome on your laptop and never using anything but Google Chrome. So don't open Word, don't open Internet Explorer, just open Chrome, and it's exactly that experience, isn't it, mate? It sure is. Um, it yeah. takes a little while to get used to because you go to install something, then you realize, oh, hang on, I can't install it. Um, but you can usually find something online that's just as good. Yeah, yeah. You, you just you've got to be willing to have a little bit of a play around. That's all. And when something isn't available, search uh, and find a way to do it. Well, that's that's a that's a glowing review, I would suggest from you. But but it, you did say that you're still going to have your main computer. This will be a second computer, basically, for you. Yeah, um, I'm going to use it for whenever I'm on the couch watching TV and I'll look something up because, like you said, it turns on within six seconds and it doesn't get hot like my other laptop does. Um, it's got a ridiculous battery life of like six or seven hours. Yep. It's just perfect couch companion. Good work. All right, good mm. stuff. What else do you want to talk about, mate? Um well, because the Chromebook has to be connected to the internet all the mm. time, I've got one of those little wireless adapters that you can take with you in the in your pocket, like the uh, size of a mobile little phone. Hotspot. Yep, little hotspot. Yeah, hotspot thing. Um, I was previously using Kogan because um, I don't use it that often, and the the ten dollars a month was all right. But mm. now they've put their price up, and then I get an email today saying they might be closing down. Um, yeah, I was wondering what other. Um, good services are available for like light users and yeah. preferably something that would roll over because I'm not going to use all my data all the time. Yeah. But it would be nice if I got a gig a month and I didn't use it this month, but next month I use it a little bit more yeah, and then yeah. there's sort of rolls over. Well, you're you're looking for utopia that doesn't exist there. Yeah, I would suggest. But uh, but you know, look, it's very interesting to me actually that you got the email from Kogan as a Kogan customer and and basically read it as we may be shutting down because they didn't really say that, but it's what they meant because yeah, they basically said the you know all the all the dramas are going on with with the people that we use and Telstra and as a result we don't know what's going to happen to us. I mean, they even mm. went to the point of saying, hey, ring Telstra and ask them because basically to put pressure on, but. Telstra don't care. Telstra will have you back as a customer there anytime. So um, you're, you're right. It is a risk, but remember, it's not happening yet. So you've got a, you've got at least a few months up your sleeve, and you may well, you know, have a much longer time because they may switch to Optus or something. But um, I think in terms of day to day getting internet access, I'd be looking at the the Vodafone prepaid options. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have some pretty competitive deals. Um, they are pretty keen to get customers right now. Their network is pretty good now. Um, the Vodafone stuff is well behind them. Um, mm. That plus maybe check out what a Maysim do. I, I, I don't think they do rollover to rollover mm. though. Um, but a Maysim again, um, you know, at the moment still stable. But again, I'm really worried about all of the low cost carriers. Yeah. Frankly, a Maysim, um, Red Bull's gone. Uh, you know, it, we don't know how long these are all going to last, and it might, we may end up with just Telstra, Optus, and Vodafone again. Yeah, I've been looking at a Mason because theirs was only about ten dollars for yep. one gig, which gig. is was perfect. And also, um, Pennytel, it was eight dollars eighty yeah. for one gig. And um, yeah, but I I didn't think those rolled over. But I yeah, like you said, do. probably hard to find something yeah. that does that. Uh, my my first choice would be a Mason. Um, mm. after Kogan. Uh, I, I would stick out Kogan until the day you get an email saying it's not going to work anymore. Um, yeah. And after that, then look around, but have an option in, in your back pocket. So, oh, well, that's good, mate. Good luck. That's a good. That's a very good idea with the Chromebook to have the little portable Wi-Fi hotspot. Where did you get the hotspot from? 
Um, I got it from Telstra. I, Originally, I was yeah. having internet problems, and they were kind enough to um, give me it until they could fix my cable internet. We had some floods in Queensland a few months back, and all the water dropped all the cable out in our yeah. area. So they were nice enough to send me down to the Telstra store and gave me a free pocket Wi-Fi for oh, the nice. month and kept me online. So that was quite a good story. Wow, that's very mm. good. That is very good service. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now I've got a, a wireless modem hanging around the house, so I thought, why not? That would work great with the Chromebook. Oh, that's very good work. All right, Anthony, uh, good luck, mate. Let me know how you go and let me know what you do. Appreciate your call. Thanks, Trevor. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And each and every week I do it thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technology. Now, I've got to tell you this week about something that uh, isn't familiar to me, but it looks stunning, and it's a thing called... Vector. Now, if you're into cycling, you've probably been hanging out for this. And I want you to send me an email. I want you to get in touch because I want to know more. I want to know why. I want to know what's so big about this. This is basically, right, an electronic pedal for your bike. All right, so you're into serious cycling, right? Serious cycling. Garmin has broadened its line of fitness solutions with the Vector. This is an innovative pedal based cycling power meter that works seamlessly with other compatible Garmin devices. Power is an objective measure of your cycling performance on any given day, independent of environmental conditions or how you feel. So using a power meter like Vector allows you to gauge your training intensity with precision and perform power-based training. Not only changes how power is measured, but it changes how cyclists get power, making it extremely easy to buy, easy to install. This is This is serious. The concept behind it is really simple. Measure the power output at the pedal where the force is applied. So it gauges the side deflection of the pedal spindle through your entire pedal stroke, measuring force vectors and using all this data to calculate the power. That's unbelievable. Uh, and it is very easy to install. There's a, there's a guide on the website that shows it. And then you, you bring together all the gear that you've got, including... Um, you know, the, the Garmin Edge devices, which, you know, have all cycling data and GPS data, and you put it into Garmin Connect, and you've got everything you need to know about your performance on that training session or that race. It's un- unbelievable. It's compatible with all most of the Edge range, Edge 500, 510, 800, 810, and the Forerunner 910 XT watch. Brilliant stuff and well worth a look. If you're into cycling, you have to go immediately to garmin.com.au. Check out the Vector. The power based, the pedal based power meter um, from Garmin. Garmin satellite navigation, GPS, and cycling products. Garmin.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. YourTechLife.com, the place to go to get in touch. You can send me an email right there on the website, and I'll get that. And if you've got a question about technology, a problem with technology, get you on the show, help you out. Really easy stuff. And that's all you got to do. Go to the website, yourtechlife.com, or you can send me an email. Um, sorry, or you can phone, 1-800-157-157. So, Apple. Um, all Things Digital, All Things D, which is a very well-respected website covering technology, and has pre- correctly predicted uh, in the past several uh, Apple launch events, um, has made the bold call that Apple will have an event on September 10. Um, that would be September 11, early morning, our time in Australia. So what will they announce? I think the money's spot on with the date. It, it seems perfect. Um, I think 
that it's we should start with the simple things. They're not going to announce an iWatch. I don't think. These are my, this is all my opinion, by the way. I know nothing based on fact. Um, they will not announce anything new in the TV space in terms of an actual Apple TV. But And they probably won't announce an iPad. There is a new iPad coming. The new large 9.7-inch screen iPad will be smaller. It won't actually be as big in width. It'll have an iPad mini-style thinner edge around the outside. It'll be probably thinner device all over, and it will kind of look like the iPad mini um, from the back. Uh, but I think they'll announce that in October. And I think they will uh, actually go September, then October for announcements, and late September and late October for availability. So let's talk about, so no iPad, no no Apple TV, no iWatch. But there will be a new iPhone. Again, this is just what I think. And hey, call me back after it's happened. Let's talk about how successful I was. Um, but I think definitely a new iPhone. And I think it'll be the iPhone 5S, <clears throat> which is, you know, the, the successor to the 5, obviously. It will look like the 5. If not identical, then very, very similar design. Uh, but inside, it's it's radically new. It'll have an improved camera. They're talking about potentially slow-mo. They're talking about dual flash, which gives you a better better picture, better color, better brightness. Um, there will be a better processor, so it will act faster. It will do things faster. It will obviously have the, the lightning dock connector. Uh, and there is rumors that it will have a fingerprint scanner. Fingerprint scanner. Now, there's some real merit in this. Real merit in this. Because the idea of placing your thumb over the home button of the iPhone to identify yourself means I don't have to type a password. It means that I could make a mobile payment and verify who I am just by pressing my thumb against the home button. There's some real coolness about that. But I... I wonder whether they really do need to have NFC, near-field communications. Um, I think that is the crucial link missing between turning the phone into the absolute device. So I carry around a wallet, very small one. Don't carry much cash. Um, but I do have several cards. now, if all, And they all have that tap and go in them. If all of those things had um, a very simple tap and go that could be implemented in my phone. So in my phone, I open up Passbook and there's my five cards. I choose the card. I go, let's go, tap and go, and I slide my finger over the power button, the the home button, which verifies who I am, and that's how I make a payment. I'm very happy with the security there. I would love to see the fingerprint verification playing a role in payments, mobile payments. be very cool. So it's... Highly likely that there'll be a fingerprint scanner. I personally think it's more a 50-50 item, but lots of tech blogs think it's a, it's a real certainty. <clears throat> so that's that's the iPhone 5S. Standard deal, you know, 999 kind of device. But what about the lower end? The iPhone 4 is still available. The iPhone 4S is still available. I think they'll be shelved. Two reasons. One, they're getting old. Two, the screen size has now uh, been replaced by this larger screen. And three, the Lightning Dock Connector. The new Lightning Dock Connector is on all their devices. So let's get rid of this um, old 30-pin connector. Don't sell them brand new anymore. But by removing those two phones, you're removing a small 
low-cost phone from the market and you're opening that up to other other players. People go and buy Samsungs or LGs or Sonys. So Apple need a low-cost phone. So the 5C, which is rumoured, could well be true. We're talking about a phone here that's very similar to the iPhone 5, maybe even the same size, but it's a plastic back on it. So it doesn't have that metal edging and that diamond-cut screen edge and all those different things. It's just a little bit cheaper. It maybe isn't quite as powerful as the iPhone 5S. Maybe it has a different processor in it. Maybe it doesn't have the great camera that the 5S has. You go two generations back on all these things and you've got yourself an affordable device for Apple to sell at an entry level for consumers. That's the big deal. So I actually think that rather than coming out saying, here's the iPhone 5S and surprise, here's the iWatch or here's the iPhone 5S and surprise, here's a new iPad, I think it's here's the iPhone 5S and boom, here's a new iPhone available in five colors across the world. It's going to dominate the um, the market and uh, Apple iPhone sales will grow and continue to dominate. Um, I think that's a smart way to go. I obviously have absolutely no idea. But if I was to go on previous situations and think about what could happen, that would be my guess. And when it comes to when it's available, if it's announced on September 11, I think most likely September 20 or 27 will be the available, the actual day you can walk into an Apple store and buy one. Or a Telstra store, an Apple store, Vodafone store. So there you go. By the end of September, new iPhones. New iPhones. That's my call. That's my thought. Love to know what you think. Go to the website, send me an email, yourtechlife.com, or, of course, eftm.com.au. And you're listening to Your Tech Life with Trevor Long, 1-800-157-157, or email me via the website, yourtechlife.com. Thanks for getting in touch, everyone, and let's go back to the phones. G'day, Veronica. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Good. What can I do for you? I've just got computer problems. Oh, um, no. My PC, I don't know whether, I've, it's probably just getting too old, but I really wish I could get some more life out of these little HP um, notebooks that I have. Yeah. And I was wondering if you've got any advice. Well, how because, old is it? How old is it right now? It's come, well, in January it'll be three years old. Okay. So that's, not, that's not too old. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but what's my a, last HP notebook, died at the same time. The video <laughs> card died and I had to get a new yeah, notebook. So what makes you think it think it's in the um, in the last throes of life right now? What are you getting? Uh, well just just recently I've been having nothing but trouble with the speed and the uh, it's getting bogged down. I I don't use it a lot for uh, well I don't use it for work anymore. It's mm. purely my little uh, amusement um, toy, yep. but um, um, I really don't know why it's just slowed down. And the caller you had last week, she made me think about the most recent problem I've had with it. Um, mm. Was my iTunes was completely playing up? Mm. It wouldn't let me get into. Well, it would eventually uh, let me get into the iTunes store, but um, it it was just. Slowing down to a stop, yeah. basically, and uh, I tried to do shutdown one night, mm. and uh, I shut it down every night, and I just walk away. Uh, and the next morning, I got up, and it still hadn't shut down; it was still going. And 
Oh, so I forced it shut with the button. And how, um, how, and this, then how often does this happen to you? bring it back up. How often does that happen to you? This, this was the first time that's happened um, right. on this PC, yes. Hmm. First time. And when I finally able, got it to come back up, it wouldn't start up. And then the PC itself just started running startup repair. Yeah. And this is when it came up to say that um, my iTunes was a problem, and to do to reinstall iTunes, I had to uh, uninstall a um, Skype click to play. When I googled what that was, it was uh, an add-in on uh, Chrome, which yeah. I use yeah. as my search yeah, engine. Sure. Look, it, it sounds to me like it, it should perform fine. Like it's three years old. You're absolutely right. You should yeah. get more life out of it than that. <clears throat> Um, I hope it, so. It's kind of at that point, though, where it probably just needs a really good refreshing. It probably just needs um, a, a wipe clean and start again. And you can do that reasonably easy with, with computers. The problem is it's really not the sort of thing I'd advise someone to do for the first time in their lives on, a, on, a, on their main computer, the one they use all the time. Um, mm. it's, it's more of a thing you want someone to, get you, to help you with. And uh, honestly, like, so the advice to anyone listening that has a similar issue yeah. is what you need to do is reinstall Windows. You know, what you do is you back up your data, you reinstall Windows, and, and it comes back as if you just bought it brand new. It's not 100% like you bought it brand new, but gee whiz, it's as close as you'll get. And then you then you add the things that you need as you go, and, and it becomes the, oh, okay. the, the computer for you. Now, uh, Veronica, I think the best thing I can do for you is, is try and get you some help with that. Um, I, I don't have any uh, vouchers left now, but I'm really sure that the people at Gizmo will help me. Where do you live? Uh, Brisbane. Uh, in in the in the main part of Brisbane or, or way oh, yeah. out, of, yeah. Okay. So so, yeah, so just six k's near the Wollongabba um, cricket ground. Well, well, you said so, I've, it's been such a long time since I've heard someone say Wollongabba. Huh? <laughs> you know, it's it's just the Gabba these days, the isn't it? Yeah. Look, I, I I'm pretty sure Gizmo will operate in that area. Gizmo is a company that. Um, you know, operate computer help services. And basically, there's two types of service they offer. One is over the phone, uh, and they, they connect to your computer remotely and they help you through it. The second one is they come to your house and they, they will do what you okay. need. Now, um, you know, it's about $189 for them to come to your house. Okay. I'm pretty sure I can get you a voucher. I'm pretty sure I can get them to come to you on the simple promise that you come back and you tell me how it went, uh, and you tell me what you thought of their service because then that's a recommendation or otherwise. To um to your fellow listeners and hopefully um you know a good experience will um will be good for Gizmo, so if you if you like I'm happy to try and do that for you. That that'd be fabulous. Uh, I I listen every week, so um I'm very happy to give feedback. Yeah, good on you. All right, well look, you stay there. I'll get all your details and then we'll get in touch with Gizmo and we'll try and get someone in a little Gizmo mobile to come along and give that little thing a little kick up the bum. And hopefully it'll be a beautiful, fresh new computer for you because you're right. Three years is is a is a good life, but it should probably get you five years, I reckon, for a for a laptop that you're not over overusing. So stay there. Well, I bought. Yep. I bought myself a um, a large uh, a terabyte um, hard drive off you know hard drive mm-hmm. off the you know that I'm supposed to back up with, but I haven't really learned how to back up properly. <laughs> Well, so, if, um, here's the great thing yeah. about Gizmo, right? And again, I'd love to hear how this works. But normally, if they get what get done what they needed to get done, and they have some spare time, they'll they'll teach you something like that. So hopefully, okay. hopefully you can have that experience. Hopefully, I can get you a voucher, and I will get that out oh. to you, and then uh, we'll hear back from you when um, when that's been done. All right. Oh, that'd be wonderful! Really, very, very 
generous. Thank you. All right. Stay there. I'll get all your details and uh, and uh, we'll see if we can help you out. Um, if you've got a question or a problem about your computer or your phone or whatever it might be in your tech life, uh, just give me a call, 1-800-157-157 or send me an email. Go to the website, yourtechlife.com. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, before we go... Uh, five or ten minutes left here. I want to talk to you about low-cost mobile phones and mobile phone plans. This is something I've talked about a lot. And to be honest, I get a lot of emails about it and I get a lot of emails about the drama. And that's because I respect the fact that you listen and you often take my advice. And I've been advising for you know eight, nine months now that you're crazy if you're paying lots of money for your mobile phone when there's these 30 and $40 plans available. Well, I'm... I'm worried that that may be coming to an end. Now, I've written a couple of times on the website, eftm.com.au, um, that this this is all going to come to an end, or the market's going to change, or the prices will go up. Red Bull Mobile went bust. They didn't go bust. They just stopped trading because, frankly, I think they were probably looking to get a better deal than they were getting with Vodafone, maybe with another carrier, and it was better off not continuing than continuing the way they were. I think they'll be back, but it'll be a, a while away, a year or so. So we've got really Kogan, Aldi, and Amasim as your key big-name players. There's a lot more, lots, Dodo, Virgin, all these different companies. But those big guys, Kogan, Aldi, and Amasim have $40 plans. So for 40 bucks, you can pretty much get unlimited everything. Limits on the amount of data, but it's big. Lots of data. And that's a good deal. So what's going wrong? Now, there's nothing to suggest there's anything wrong with Amasim. Amasim uses the Optus network. Their plans are continuing to be advertised. But I do worry that in in some point in time, a year or two away when Optus's contract or Amasim's contract with Optus comes up, they might not be able to get as good a deal as they got. And that's coming to light through the, the problems that ISP1 are having with Telstra. And I, I'll i talk about that in a second, but I did some, some quick looking back at plans. Now, Lebera, which is kind of a, um, a low-end but very popular, especially in the multicultural community, um, Telco provider, had a MVNO, a mobile virtual network, and they had plans that were 3 gigabytes of data. It don't exist anymore. It's only 500 meg of data now. So a huge scale back in the way they operate. Massive. Excuse me. Um, Dodo had an unlimited plan, 5 gig of data. Doesn't exist anymore. Savitel had a $38 a month, 4 gig of data. Doesn't exist anymore. These companies are being forced either to remove those plans or the prices are being pushed up by the big telcos and they can't afford to do it anymore. So, if you're a Kogan mobile customer, you received an email today, which starts off by saying, thanks for joining the journey. They've got 115,000 customers. We fought hard. However, there are forces at play in the Australian telecommunications market that are beyond our control, powerful, and impossible to ignore. Now, they talk about how they, they get their network access through ISP1. ISP1 is wholesaler of Telstra, and that Telstra have taken... ISP1 to court looking to basically terminate its contract because ISP1 allegedly not paid the bills. ISP1 have filed for an injunction against that. They they got a temporary stay. There's been mediation today. You know what? Who cares what happens? Telstra's angry. 
Telstra doesn't want them anymore. So they're going to find a way to shut it down, whether it's today or when their contract's up. And what does that mean for Kogan? What does that mean for Aldi, who also operate under the ISP1 wholesale arrangement? I think certainly it means that the $35 and $39 plans will not be that cheap. They will either be much more expensive or they won't exist. Full stop, gone. Now, I was I obtained a copy of an, uh, of an email that was sent from ISP1 to some of its other customers, not Kogan and not Aldi, much lower-end customers, probably using the Optus network as well. And these are small, small community groups or small businesses that are operating a kind of pretend telco, and they use ISP1 to provide that service. And they basically sent a note, excuse me, <coughs> which said that they were apologizing for the last-minute notification, but they'd been working on a company restructure and rebrand to secure our ongoing service offering and protect our wholesale partners. So they're basically shifting the business to another company. Sounds to me... With all honesty, it sounds dodgy, but who knows what it means. But what it means to me is that ISP1 knows they're going to lose this case against Telstra, and that to me means Kogan and Aldi are in trouble. Kogan won't be able to fight through that. He doesn't have buckets of cash that he's going to throw at losing money on mobile. Aldi, though, maybe they could stay it out. Maybe they could find a way to work through it. I don't know. That's interesting to me, but I, I, I just want to say to you that I'm worried about this end of the market, but I can give you one very solid piece of advice. If the $40 mark is where you want to be, there's a mobile carry called Boost. And the reason they're the place to be is because they're pretty much operated by Telstra. It's not a wholesale arrangement. Telstra actually operate the network. And Boost is really just a marketing organization, a company that basically markets the service and the and the plans. $40 a month, unlimited calls, unlimited texts, three, I think, gig of data, plenty on the Telstra network. And in fact, a better part of the Telstra network, a faster part of the Telstra network than Kogan and Aldi have. So very possibly well worth looking into. So that's really the advice I have right now. And I talked about that with our earlier caller. I think that's what you need to do. I think you need to consider that. I think if you've got well prepaid amounts, so if you've paid for six months or a year in advance, then you're probably okay to stay that way with Kogan or Aldi. Because if if Telstra wins, if Telstra shuts down ISP1, I can't imagine them flicking the switch to turn it off. I can imagine them setting up a migration plan. I can imagine them honouring existing contracts and then not allowing renewals after that. Exactly what's happened with Red Bull. Red Bull have people that paid for 12 months in advance. They will continue to be so. But after that, you can't recharge your service. You need to go somewhere else. So that's what's happening in the world of low-cost mobile plants. You, you know, whether you like it or not, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and uh, and it's changing. They're, they're, they're literally, you know, not going to be around much longer. It, it's it's a changing world. And I, I do feel responsible in some way. We, we, uh, we at A Current Affair and here on the show and on EFTM, I broke the story about this happening with Kogan. I broke the story that Kogan was launching. That was a big deal. And a lot of people signed up. And unfortunately, a lot of those people are now feeling insecure. I, I I worry for you on that, but I want to tell you there's options out there. And remember, whether it's going to Boost, whether it's going to a Maysim, whether it's going back to Telstra, Optus, or Vodafone, it's a very easy process. Very easy process. You walk into a store, or you buy the SIM card, and it's done. 
within half an hour or at worst half a day, it's done for you and there's nothing more to do. So don't don't fear that, but it's an extra piece of work I know you have to do. Anyway, your tech life. Now, just quickly, I grabbed a, a little new product today called the D-Link Cloud Camera. Now, this is one of those um, little cameras um, that you can put in maybe the baby's room and you plug it into the wall, connects to your Wi-Fi network, and then you can view it on your computer or your mobile phone. But you can view it anywhere in the world. So you could be at work, you can turn on the camera, you can see what's happening. You can also make it save uh, vision to a computer or a hard drive um, when it detects sound or motion. But here's where it gets really cool. It's got night vision, all those different things I'll talk about in a minute. But this is really cool. It's also a Wi-Fi range extender. So you put this camera in a room in your house where, you know, the, the Wi-Fi is fine and, and it's working. Then a couple of rooms away further, the Wi-Fi has been improved because this thing is actually providing Wi-Fi to that part of the house. It's a great idea. It's a really great idea. This is a $99 product. This is the D-Link Cloud Camera DCS 933L. They have a whole range of them from $49 upwards. This one here, though, seems pretty good to me. Um, not, it's not high definition. There is a, a HD one above this, which is slightly more expensive. In fact, I think this one might be 89 and the next one might be 99 but it's definitely more than just a camera. Um, hook it up to your network. You can view it remotely. And you can also save stuff as it happens if you detect motion and different things going on in the house. So good little camera from D-Link, uh, D-Link, D-Link, and look it up. It's the DCS933L. I'll, um, I'll play around with it over the next few weeks, and uh, I will uh, review it when, it when time comes at eftm.com.au. <laughs> another one in the can thanks for listening uh thanks for downloading wherever you are right across australia do get in touch send me an email uh yourtechlife.com or eftm.com.au go to the website send me an email i'll get in touch we'll have a chat and try and help you out with anything that's uh, bothering you in your technology life uh you can also follow me on uh, facebook trevor long uh, facebook.com forward slash trevor long just click subscribe i think they call it uh and uh you can follow me on twitter at trevorlong, twitter.com forward slash trevorlong, uh, and the other accounts worth following, twitter.com forward slash yourtechlife, and uh, twitter.com forward slash eftm. They're all my little accounts. Lots of people following them. Good to good to interact with you. And I love chatting to people on Twitter and different things too there. I don't just share technology there. A bit of fun, bit of bit of politics, bit of media, whatever it might be. That takes my fancy. If you don't like it, don't follow. <laughs> but um, lots of people do, and I appreciate their support. Uh, appreciate the support of Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems. Couldn't do it without them. And I uh, look forward to bringing you more information on their great products. But check out those vector pedals. And if you know anyone into cycling, ask the question. Tell them, ask them if they know about these vector pedals, things. I bet you any money they're blown away. Thanks for listening. Yourtechlife.com. <laughs>